Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. And of course, you had to raise uh, to a lot of challenges over the last uh, two or three years as a bus company, but you've thrived, haven't you? We did, uh, thanks to the resilience of the team. Uh, Yes, COVID threw a huge challenge to us, but uh, the team rose to meet it very successfully. So with that in mind then, there's a lot about sustainability, uh, Claire. But before I even go into that, I mean, Wexford Bus is Wexford people, working for Wexford people, and you are a Wexford person. So who are you? Tell me a little bit about you, because you're very recognisable. Wexford born and bred, Alan. Yes, I grew up walking distance from here up in Hill Street. So yeah, proud of where I grew up and delighted to live and raise my family here in Wexford now. And you're one of the Sinnets of Hill Street, isn't that right? My maiden name, Sinnet. Exactly. Yeah, and you live next door to the Maloney's, who are cousins of mine. Very good. So there you are. We have you, you see. Yeah, yes. The community. Community. Yeah. And your brother, Eamon, uh, along with the likes of Dave Dempsey, has gone on to be a real leader, hasn't he? Because he's the man who's fronted, centred and uh, you everywhere for intel, isn't that right? He has indeed, like many people from Wexford, I suppose. It's obviously a good breeding ground. Yeah, so there you are. Now we know who you are. Now talk to us a little bit about sustainable uh, transportation and, and Wexford bus because can we define it, where it comes from? I suppose it is. It's a huge topic overall, Alan, but if you try and boil it down, uh, it comes to you know getting people and things to where they need to be, uh, but safely. And in a way that doesn't cost us the earth, whether that's financially or literally. And why is it so important, Claire? It's important on three fronts. Uh, first off, like we know that transport is fundamental to the proper functioning of our society. We really learned that during COVID when we lost so many of our social interactions. We know as well that it's fundamental to the proper functioning of our economy. We need access to work, education and shops. Mm. And we've come to realise that, unfortunately, the way our transport system operates at the moment, it actually is costing us the earth. Okay, but you're you're taking steps to address this, aren't you? So what what are we doing here in Ireland to deliver the sustainable transport module then? Well, quite a lot recently. For the first time in the history of our country, we're investing two thirds of our transport budget on public transport instead of that traditionally going to infrastructure that just serves our use of the car. Huge investment in walking and cycling facilities. And when that investment filters through on the ground, we're going to see it given better options to people for their journeys. And I'm really excited about a future where the alternatives to the car are actually better for us. They're better for our health, for our well-being. They're better for our pocket. And they're better for the environment that we depend on. You um, see a lot of challenges. Uh, what do you think is the main challenge and, and why is it so hard? I do. I mean, while we have made a great start, uh, there's no doubt that the changes ahead are going to be difficult for us. Uh, The hardest part of this for me is that in reality we need to fundamentally change how we think about transport. So starting back from the time that Henry Ford started to mass produce cars, we've been conditioned to rely on the motor car as our way of getting around and that's ingrained in our daily habits. We need to take a hard look at that and see if we can make some changes. Changing how we think is not an easy thing to do. We rely on our day-to-day routines to build, you know, how we go about our day. Hmm. We feel very safe when we're repeating those habits and it's uncomfortable when we start to take on change. 
Yeah, it is indeed, but we have change for change's sake is not uh, a, a popular thing amongst people. But we really have to look at this, what you and I are discussing. We need to look at it far more closely, don't we? Yeah, this is not for change's sake. This is for the future of our, our planet. So how do individuals contribute then, Claire? How, how do we use transport in a sustainable way? Because when you mention the word sustainability, people are still trying to fathom what it is. But I mean, it's it's in the it, the word itself is self-explanatory, isn't it? Sustainability, something that we can keep going. That's yeah, that we can keep going. So it's about I think not defaulting to the same old habit of jumping into the car for every journey that we take that we're conditioned to do. Um, a new starting point would be, you know, when we talk about health and safety, people would say the safest journey that you do is, is the one that you don't take. Mm-hmm. You could apply the same to sustainability, but nobody's implying that we lock ourselves up and, and don't travel anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could think about the journeys that maybe don't give us any real benefit. Yeah. They might be ones that we could replace with online or, you know, team it up with another journey and not do it. But for the journeys that we do need to take, we can look at them differently and aim to choose the most sustainable option for each one. So a new approach might look like, you know, can I walk and take the health benefits of that and know that there are no emissions from my journey? Could I cycle it safely? Could I use public transport for some or maybe all of the journey? Could I use some form of shared transport like taxi or carpooling? And then if my journey does need to be done through the car, when the time comes to invest in that car, could I choose the most energy efficient option that I can afford? Yeah. So it's just a new way of, of thinking about how we travel. And I'd love to, I suppose, for any of your listeners that might be out there saying, well, I don't own a car and all my journeys are currently done on public transport. Please don't underestimate the influence that you can have, or the, the change that you can initiate just by sharing your experience with others and influencing them to change around you. I've learned so much from our customers at Wex for Bus when they talk to us about the freedom and the independence that they gain through using public transport. And even uh, to to kind of narrow it down into smaller areas where it is from a health perspective to even walk to the shop rather than drive to the shop or even cycle to the shop. You might have a bicycle in in the shed even something like that can play a spark. And carpooling, as well as taking the bus, Wexford bus, obviously in your case, um, it, it's something that people need to think an awful lot more about, isn't it? But I think that's where the power is, you know, those individual choices and breaking it down to each journey. That That's where we actually have the power to make the difference here. A little word about Wexford Bus. As I said, I mentioned at the start of the show, I was in Bunclody yesterday, and I'm going to bring a little sna- a snapshot of where why I was there. And I was coming, I came across a Wexford company, Tunstall, and I was talking to James and the team there yesterday. And, you know, I was really blown away, first of all, how beautiful a spot Bunclody is, and it needs far more publicity, far more effort put into it. And then I have you here in studio with me, and we need to champion our own companies far more, I think, you know. And, and like Wexford Bus, during the pandemic, you played a huge part, didn't you? You kept us, you kept us literally motoring. I hope I can objectively say, you know, for me, it's been it's something I'm very proud to work with the team at Wexford Bus. Uh, the resilience, you know, they rose to that challenge and served the people of Wexford so well. Uh, it, you know, it's it's certainly something, you know, I have great faith in the team, seeing how yes. they took on COVID. It really inspires me to know that the challenges, the environmental challenges, you know, coming our way now and the extent of change that we'll have to make and how we operate as a company, the team are well up for it. And with so many people commuting on a daily basis, uh, I mean, I have a son who uses it to, to go to, to Carlo. So, I mean, 
like it's a vital service and isn't it lovely that he has that option yeah you know and again it's not a one size fits all different options will work for different people in you know for and for each given journey so yeah. it's not a one size fits all approach it's about evaluating each journey that you have and figuring out the best option that's there for you so as you and I speak this morning Claire how many people are employed how many buses are on the road I mean let's look at the, the stats for Wexford Bus what are they employment now would be over 90 direct employees within the company uh, the fleet is currently running at 56 coaches and buses, state-of-the-art vehicles largely, and it's an enormous capital investment. Um, the team, you know, and, and there's a huge investment in learning and development for that team to yeah. operate as they do. So you have your drivers, you have your backup staff, you have, but you also have the people who have to service these buses, don't you? So it's a, it's a full operation, isn't it? You know, you spoke about the challenges of COVID, but our technical services team were hugely instrumental in rising to that challenge. In fact, they innovated and you're talking about a Wexford bus, you know, a local company actually setting, you know, meeting uh, industry wide challenges in and innovating new solutions for screens on the coaches in, yeah. in, in double quick time. So with that in mind then, as we conclude our chat with you this morning, we'll, we'll get an overview of what sustainability is. Again, just to remind us what it is, but the challenges for companies like Wexford Bus and what can be done to help companies like Wexford Bus, uh, Wexford Bus what are they? I suppose Wexford Bus, as, just, as you've alluded to already, uh, you know, it plays a vital role in sustaining the community that we serve. But uh, while the company at the moment is financially sustainable, uh, as we move to environmental sustainability in, in the new uh, world and transition to new technologies and new vehicles, we need to protect that financial stability, you know, sustainability and ensure that you know, we, we move to operate uh, in zero emission vehicles into the future. Are we going to see electric buses? Please God, yes, I would certainly have, see that. Have you got one yet role. at the moment, or no? In got, in the pipeline, have you got uh, hybrid buses? Even at this we time? we don't. Again, you're you're looking at you know a, an enormous financial capital investment yeah. in these technologies, and you know they you run serious risk of stranded assets if if you make poor choices there. So uh, it's something that you know we we will move very. It's a difficult to decarbonize sector for good yeah. reason. Uh, so our plans are to move with the industry. Enjoy the chat uh, and wish you well for the future. But we conclude as we started by the buzzword sustainability. So I'll let you, Claire, define it for us. So that we can take it with us, every single one of us that are listening to this today. And our buzzword for today is sustainability. So you, Claire O'Rourke from Wexford Bus, what is it? Well, sustainable transport, Alan, getting people and things to where they need to be safely in a way that doesn't cost us the planet. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.